We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Terry McCready and Kevin Brown to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Terry and Kevin, welcome back to the show. How you been? Great. Thank you. How about you? I'm, I'm Hello, good. sir. Kevin, you been oh. good, too? All is well. Every day is a good day, of course. All right, all right. I like that. All right. Well, let's get to the news. Um, first up, according to a recent news poll, one of the reasons Republican presidential candidate Tim Scott appeals to white voters is based on the fact that he downplays the subject of racism. Um, Terry, why don't you tell us more about this story? And then, Kevin, of course, we're going to follow up with you. Okay. Well, I actually thought this poll was particularly astonishing just by the sheer numbers. Uh, among GOP voters uh, mm-hmm. for candidates, this was last year, 18% said racism was very serious. But then if you look at 61% of voters for Democratic candidates, they said it was a major problem. Mm-hmm. So that disparity is pretty grand. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, is there anything more alarmingly incongruous than that? And so now we zero in on Tim Scott and why he appeals to white voters. And I find him fascinating. Mm -hmm. And one of the simple reasons I think is, you know, his his frequent uh, preamble involves being raised by grandparents in the Deep South, family who, you know, experienced the pain of Jim Crow Mm -hmm. over racism. He talked about crossing the street when a white person approaches. And of course, his personal mantra is being better and not bitter. That came from his grandfather. Um, he's found a way to absolve white conservatives of any sort of perceived guilt for sins of the past, and they absolutely love him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim also makes the distinction um, by pointing out that racism does exist, but America is not racism. It's not racist, rather. Okay. And so he's careful to sidestep any greater implications of that racist massacre in Florida, 
and any sort of unseemly political impact from that. He sort of stays away from that. His overall shtick has been earnest hard work and not being distracted by race. And all of that, putting all of that together is very appealing to people on the right, particularly white evangelicals. Absolutely. Kevin, your thoughts. See, everything's fine. (laughs) Matter of fact, slaves benefited from a work program. See, they they learned valuable skills that they just learned (laughs) skills along this journey. Sadly, in the history of the fight for justice and equality, you will always find, sadly, individuals of color who try to help white people with their guilt Mm -hmm. over what has been a sinister and evil at times relationship this country has had with black people. Sure. Uh, more recent examples are Tavis Smiley and Cornel West, who went on a tour, countrywide tour, to discredit Barack Obama. Mm. When and Donald Trump, whose mugshot appears everywhere now and is under indictment, not a word, not a word. Uh, Candace Owens. Clarence Thomas, who all of a sudden has billionaire friends. And the common thread is that they discredit or try to diminish the effective race in this society. Mm -hmm. This will always be part of our journey. And Tim Scott is a willing participant of the blind eye theory of not acknowledging what everyone else around him acknowledges that there are this society is has a race problem america has a race problem sure sure. you know i learned something when i was in in college it was a human psychology sort of experiment that took place where i was over the game monopoly and they would play with four players and one of the players would get double the amount pass and go uh, two players would play the regular rules, and then one of the players would get half the amount from pass and go. And then that player could only roll one dice. The one that got double the amount could roll the dice twice and and so forth. So the rules were very obviously skewed in one direction, and uh, everyone knew about it up front. Right? That did not change the way that anyone played the game. Okay. The person who was playing the game that knew that he was going to lose would just keep playing and would point at all of the factors. Like I could be more effective at this game if I was able to get more money and roll both dice and, you know, on and on. The person with the clear advantages did not look upon their success like it was given to them. They looked upon it like it was, well, this is just the way that this came down the pipeline. I'm just playing the hand that I was dealt to and did not make any moves ever to like try to even the playing field. And then the two folks on the side were doing their best to keep up. And so they were just trying their best to finish in the middle. And this experiment was replicated over and over again. And they got all this sort of data. Forgive me if it's not exact. I learned this years ago. 
But um, it just was a glimpse into human psychology. And I think that, you know, when you were talking, um, Terry, about Tim Scott, uh, he appeals to those people who really have that frame of mind, that mentality where they want the world to be the way they imagine it. Like, I'm only here because I worked hard. And if other people worked hard, then everything would be fine. Uh, there's a there's a quote from a News One article. I want to make sure that I mention that it's a News One article, but I think it's still very potent. I want to read this before we move on. Uh, it says, here's another fact. Virtually every study, poll, and survey on what Americans think about race shows that the vast majority of Black people, regardless of class, education, and level of success, believe racism is still a major problem in America. This means white conservatives are dismissing the testimonies and lived experiences of millions of Black people across America in favor of the relatively few who are saying the things they want to be said. And I think that that says a mouthful in terms of exactly the space that Tim Scott is occupying in this political field insofar as white voters are concerned, white conservative voters are concerned. And so um, it'll be interesting to see how much of them he'll get uh, to actually vote for him from from where we sit. It doesn't really look realistic. And so he's just I don't know what the benefit of this show is other than to maybe run for vice president and send the political hierarchy in that way. But um, beyond that, can't really, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, at least Candace Owens makes money off of it, you know? So anyway, moving on. Uh, I think this flies in the face of what Tim Scott is saying. Uh, the state of Texas made headlines this week when one of the state's largest construction companies was, was hit with a racial discrimination lawsuit after referring to black workers as lazy coupled with allegations of the use of the N-word. Um, so this time, let's start with you, Kevin. Take us through the story, and then uh, Terry will follow up with your thoughts. This is a fascinating, a fascinating story. I am also concerned about um, this thread mm -hmm. of Texas, Missouri, Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi. There seems to be an aggressive an aggressive move toward um, denying black people equal access to justice. And this is just a, a small piece of why this construction company is, although they've been called out, there are several other instances throughout Texas where sometimes it seems as the laws don't apply or only apply when you look at the corruption and the cronyism, which surprisingly, a as the old saying goes, a broken clock tells the right time twice a day, mm -hmm. they are in Paxton is being <laughs> got caught up because he was so corrupt in the state of Texas that even it was too much for Texas, mm -hmm. which is astonishing. But this is actually not surprising. Because uh, Texas is also home of Harris County, where they run out of ballots during elections. Mm -hmm. And the state legislature is also trying to take over uh, the elections. Uh, Texas is also the place where they're closing libraries in Dallas uh, for black and brown schools and turning them into discipline centers. Mm -hmm. um, this uh, case is a small part of a larger relationship that the legislature and 
sadly, by their lack of participating in objecting to what the legislature is doing, the general population of Texas is co-signing all of this, sadly. Carrie, let's get your thoughts, too. Yeah, so this company, uh, TNT, Crane and Rigging, this racial discrimination suit is glaring only because it was just so overt, as Kevin just mentioned, you know, these four employees filing this complaint, which I thought, well, this is good, because if you have more than one person, that always will help bolster this credibility. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just so emboldened, so brazen, that this really could not be weighed as just something that was just in a perfunctory infraction, because it had all the buzzwords, the N-word, you know, you're lazy. It was even a little passive aggressive. Someone was told, you aren't like the other N-word, and that's what I like about you. Mm-hmm. So compensatory and punitive damages, great. Let's just hope this is a cautionary tale, because we know not just in Texas, but all over the nation, there are similar stories, similar complaints going on. People might be a little apprehensive about coming forward. So hopefully this will encourage other workers to also do so. Sure. And and I think that that's kind of important. I think that for a lot of people um, of the Tim Scott mindset, you know, they think that racism is just kind of a in the rear view and um, any modern uh, instances of racism have to involve the N-word um, in order to be considered racist. And they completely just turn their nose up at the idea of systemic racism, environmental racism, or any other modern uh, uh, academic <laughs> quantifications and qualifications of racism. And um, I think that this, if you if you think about it, this example right here, shows that racism certainly can look like this, but you have to imagine all of the instances of racism that have profound impacts on people's lives and careers and trajectories and so forth that don't have this perfect storm of multiple witnesses or um, multiple different, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? elements, components that cause everyone's ears to perk up. Oh, the N-word was used. Oh, they said black people were lazy, all that sort of stuff. Um, So a company like this artificially promoting people that may be less qualified or artificially um, hindering the career trajectory of folks who might be qualified um, just happens to have all of those other elements. There's plenty of other instances. where you don't get those elements because people are a little bit more intelligent than to have their racism come out of their mouth because they don't want a lawsuit, but they might harbor some sentiments some feelings that have real life, real world impacts on black and brown people. And um, I think that the data suggests that that is a bigger problem than many people know, people like Tim Scott, of course. Um, and that data is what us what allows us to look at things like systemic racism and call it that because again there are systems in place um that are, that exist well outside of you know the workforce that artificially determine um how likely it is for black people to 
overcome certain circumstances, accomplish certain goals, et cetera. And so, again, I think that this flies in the face of, you know, what this Tim Scott guy thinks is uh, our shared reality. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Black Information Network news anchors Terry McCready and Kevin Brown are here with us discussing this week's major stories. All right. Earlier this week, white supremacist groups joined in Jacksonville. This was followed up later in the week by another white supremacist incident involving a black owned business in Martha's Vineyard. Um, Terry, this time we're going to start with you. Give us the latest on the story. And then, Kevin, I want your thoughts. Okay. So, Ramses, these groups known as Blood Tribe and the Goyam Defense League marched near Orlando. They were chanting and raising the Nazi salute. Mm-hmm. And this came just days after that self described young white supremacist person was suited up in tactical gear, AK-47 style weapon, and he killed uh, three black people at a dollar store. So fast forward to Martha's Vineyard, where signs were posted outside to black owned businesses there, 
um, Oak Bluffs specifically, which is a very popular black community. Mm -hmm. The DA uh, has notified about two dozen or so police chiefs. And so now they're working with state police uh, on this case, the group. Uh, allegedly responsible for posting these signs. It's a Patriot Front, which was founded during that violent demonstration in Charlottesville six years ago when former President Trump famously argued, well, there were good people on both sides. Mm. Uh, and then last summer, 31 of its members were also arrested on a misdemeanor after they were found inside. Uh, it was a U-Haul truck near a Pride event, and that was in Idaho. Sure, sure. Kevin, your thoughts? You know what? I don't want this uh, discussion to continue without reminding people that uh, although we've identified some very serious issues, there are some answers that can be applied to address some of the things that we're dealing with. And it is an age-old solution to uh, what we are dealing with. And it, some of the solutions can be found through the ballot. Uh, it is very, very, very important that people of color use the system as uh, Thurgood Marshall was quoted as saying, use the Constitution against them. Mm. They will try to change the rules, but it is important to be a part of the solution, and the solution is by voting, mm. because without the federal government oversight, a lot of these things will get worse. Yeah. Yeah. The and, government and, is the is the big brother here. Sure, sure. And and while we're on the subject, if you're voting, make sure that you examine your candidates because I'm not trying to pick on this Tim Scott guy, but you know, I, I gotta call it like I see it. Vote for candidates who whose reality reflects your reality. Like if you actually live in the real world and have real interactions with real people, vote based on that. Um, I think, and that that means vote in local elections as well, because that has uh, uh, a more profound impact on your immediate community, vicinity, and frame of reference. And so, um, I love that um, for for all the people that are imagining that voting doesn't work and they're waiting for the a revolution or whatever that never comes in the meantime, at least vote. Okay. So um, yeah, yeah. Very, there, won't very be any, there won't be any civil rights fairy coming in to save the day. That's <laughs> not the way that works. Yeah. And freedom is not free. Mm -hmm. There's a price to pay. Absolutely. I, uh, the two black owned businesses on Martha's vineyard, could not have been surprised that there was pushback. Uh, history is the best teacher here that whenever you have businesses um, or if some members of the majority feel that there's some advantage that you're getting, uh, they are prone to attack. Um, although Massachusetts is uh, falsely uh, viewed as some kind of liberal uh, island uh, in the Northeast. It is home to one of the 
toughest racial environments that you'll uh, encounter. Uh, my friends, I, uh, I spent some time in, in Boston. We refer to it as Boston, Mississippi. Mm. Uh, I had the pleasure of playing golf with uh, Bill Russell when I lived in Oakland. And he had stories about um, his time in Boston, which uh, would raise the hairs on the back of your neck. Mm. Uh, so this isn't surprising. Uh, and this happens everywhere. And once again, I, I don't think it's, we can reiterate this too much, that voting and being involved because this situation will only get worse if you ignore it. That these people who attack and or see black success or an opportunity as a threat to them have to be dealt with within the system. That's the only way it can be, be handled. Sure. Um, heavy stuff, but you're right. Um, and before we let you go, we have to get one more story out of you. So for our final story, um, let's talk about the ex-boyfriend of Carly Russell, who was the black woman recently charged with faking her own abduction. Um, now the ex-boyfriend is speaking out about the kidnapping hoax. So Kevin, uh, give us some details on this and then Terry will, will follow up with you to close out the show. Now, see, this is, uh, this young man, unlike some of us who don't get a sign. When you're involved in a relationship, <laughs> he got a sign that this, there's uh, something's going on here. Yeah, loud and clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all wish we could have a sign saying, no, this isn't the person you want to continue to the date. Uh, this young lady clearly uh, is in the of and probably exhibited all along symptoms of uh some issues that she was struggling with uh this young man um is um uh, said that they uh, before the kidnapping went on a trip to new york city mm. and had a disagreement and apparently uh mr simmons was uh, at least sympathetic at first, but then realized that uh, the story did not come together. And he was disappointed that even in confidence before the, the press, uh, before the press conference, that she would not confide in him and say that, you know what? Uh, I think I've taken this a little bit too far. This is, is uh, this is not true. He stood by her and she then after intense investigation uh, was revealed to have uh, made up the entire story. Sure. sure. Yeah. The only silver lining is that he knows they won't be getting married <laughs> and having children. <laughs> Terry, let's get your thoughts. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I have to really just preface this with, we should all remain undeterred about the plight of missing black women and girls and just remain laser focused on this issue, which, by the way, also includes brown and indigenous women as well. That remains a priority, regardless of the Carly case. And we have been waiting 
with bated breath to hear what Tomar Simmons had to say about this elaborately planned, porous scheme that fell apart pretty quickly. Um, to say nothing of the police resources and the social media heft, all involved to bring her home, he says, as Kevin just referenced, they had a spat before she went missing, but he says it was not a ruse to capture his attention. Okay, then we can still argue that it was all then just some sort of sheer coincidence. Her behavior really was not anything resembling uh, that of a mentally or emotionally stable young woman. Her actions were destructive and desperate. And so now she's facing charges, hopefully receiving the help that she needs. And I think for the most part, if you look at the public response, support for her has been mostly solid and people have been generous in offering her grace and time and space to heal. Well, um, I think that, uh, you know, outside of kind of the waste of police resources, you know, we all, all of us learned um, a little bit more about ourselves and about each other and about what we need and what we want. And that's not nothing. So with that in mind, I'd like to thank you both very much as always for your insight. Uh, once again, today's guests are Black Information Network News anchors, Terry McCready and Kevin Brown. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media, and I'll be hosting another episode of Civic Cipher this weekend on a station near you. For stations, showtimes, and podcast info, check civiccipher.com. And join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.